0: Reed's Ranch is proud to partner with Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm. Before you say guilty, say Garza. Things are getting hectic. Things are getting crazy. It's not time yet to be out breaking the law. Don't do it. Be safe. If you find yourself needing legal representation, do what thousands and thousands and thousands of East Tennesseans do, and that's rely on Marcos Garza and his team to come through for them. Marcos is East Tennessee's premier DUI defense, criminal defense, and personal injury lawyer. You can get more info or get in touch with them at GarzaLaw.com or 865-540-8300. They'll answer calls 247 366 Even during a pandemic, you'll get a hold of somebody. All right, let's get to the episode.
1: I mean, this is the last stand. (laughs) 11 in a row, 11 in a row, 11 in a row. Enough. Eh, eh, 38 in a row. I've been 38 on points Point when we were whipping that ass.
0: Ranch gang, stand up. The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes.
1: Like, just quit acting like this is any
0: fun at all. <laughs> Another edition of Reed's Ranch coming at you live Monday, 316. Oh, hell yeah. Seth Hughes joins me down in Alabama. What's up, my brother? Not much, John. How you doing? Did you get the oh, hell yeah? I did. That was me paying homage to Stone Cold Steve Austin. I did get it. I did get it. Got to give Stone Cold credit. He is a, uh, a legend, not just in the wrestling biz, but in the people who talk for a living biz. He's just a legend, period. A lot of the, well, we can't say a legend period because he did apparently beat the shit out of his wife. Oh, okay. In like 2003. But he has survived cancellation because that was, you know, 20 years ago. Okay. I didn't know that. WWE did a pretty good job of uh, sweeping it under the rug, but apparently that's a thing that happened. Yeah, Deborah, um and, and Steve had a... A tussle. But either way, either way, let's not focus on that. Let's focus on the positive. Steve's a legend, a big influence on the Reeds Ranch videos. The ah definitely came from Stone Cold. I dropped the ah in a couple times, so I must pay homage to Stone Cold. You're sniffling. Are you okay? I'm good, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you, uh, you, your temperature's good? Everything's good with you? Everything's good. I'm good. No headache. You had me worried last week. We didn't really talk about it on the pod. No, I was running a fever there for a little while. <laughs> you went off the grid, quit posting in the Discord. <laughs> I text you, I'm like, hey, everything okay? And you're like, I've been sick, I've got a temperature, I feel like death. I was like, oh shit, Seth's got the virus. Yeah, I mean, it was, they
1: asked me, they were like, uh, have you
0: been out of the country lately?
1: (laughs) I'm like, no, I haven't.
0: No, but I have traveled some.
1: Yeah, that was, yeah. They didn't even, I mean, they couldn't have done anything. They didn't have any tests. I mean, this was, this was 10 days ago before it really, but no, I'm good. I mean, I don't have a fever. I don't have a cough. I don't have a headache. I really just like had a sinus infection. Which, you know, like, people that are just, like, normal sick, just, like, they probably feel like assholes right now. Because they're, like, going to the doctor with, like, bronchitis.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, that, that, that's that got to be tough.
1: And I, that, that, that does have to be tough. So, I th- they've got to push some kind of financial aid package. To the people. Through. To the people. Uh, they've got to give... They need to do, like, just... To me, the most important thing is that they have to put some kind of mandatory sick package through to where everyone gets sick leave. Can you do that? I don't know. But you're the President of the United States, or you're in the Senate, which is the greatest deliberative body. Push it through and make it happen. Like, direct cash payments need to be in the hands of people and people need to be able to take a sick day like it's a pandemic i mean it's it's just don't go out in public guys like i've had like some some hardcore arguments with people that i know over the past week about this thing and like um I've been called an alarmist and all this stuff, but like, if you are going out in public, the people that went out for St. Patrick's Day over the weekend—oh
0: boy—they
1: should be ashamed of themselves.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, I really, truly thought you were going to say they should be shot. They should. I'll settle for an ashamed of themselves. I thought you were going to say they should be shot.
1: That it's like it's so totally and and mind-numbingly reckless to do that kind of stuff. Like it just, it, it it is just hard to comprehend. And like, I'm so, at least we're finally past the point where I don't have to hear people say it's just the flu.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, The Clay Travises of the world have finally stepped off that. He is, uh, he is now taking it seriously. It, it did help today that the president came out and said, Hey, he's taking it seriously. I was, I was, uh, you could definitely tell a different tone from him today. Did you watch Trump? No, I was at work. He definitely had a different tone. And I don't know if it was because it went back down and it's lower than it was whenever he became president or basically right there where it was when he became president. But they were trying to ask about the stock market. And he just kept saying, it's not about the stock market. We'll worry about that later. We are worried about the virus. This is important. Which is completely different than how he had approached it on Friday and Saturday.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was getting annoying hearing about the stock market. I like, could gives so, a shit.
0: So we are past the the idea of it's just the flu, at least for most people.
1: I was getting so mad. Like, I was getting angry talking to people, and they were just like, it's just the flu. Just take a nap, and you'll feel better. And I'm like, what are y'all looking at? Like, I, the, I think that, and you see this problem just with the media a lot, Like the media across the board has a high verbal IQ, but when it comes to numbers, they can, they can't even add two and two, right? So like the idea of like there being a difference between .01, .1 and 1, like to them, it's all the same number. So we had all these articles a month ago about how we shouldn't panic. It's not even the flu. Or it's just Silicon Valley guys getting nervous over nothing because because the media they're enumerate. Like it's a the this is an order of a magnitude higher in in the mortality rate. Like there is a massive difference.
0: Well, here's my thing, and it goes hand in hand with your numbers, is you see the people with citing that it's more deadly and all this stuff and. Uh gives, what, a 3% or 2% or whatever it is with the mortality rate, and it's going to go down and whatever. Like, all that stuff is really hard to judge right now because we haven't tested enough people. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know who all has it. But to me, we, we've been looking at the same website, right? The worldmeters.info. That's been tracking the deaths. And to me, it seems to – the number I would use if I was trying to – uh, give this data, and I was trying to represent this data, it seems to me that the, the number of the closed cases is kind of important, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That says of the 85,486 cases that have been closed and been resolved, 92% have been recovered or discharged, which means that 8% of those people have died. Yeah. To me, that seems important. Yeah,
1: like I don't I don't think that like the death rate in Italy is is like what we really should go off of because they are so old. Sure. And they have like I think South Korea is a good one. And South what was South Korea,
0: Korea? Right now has had eighty two hundred and thirty six cases and only seventy five total deaths. So like Today was our biggest jump, by the way. I don't know if you noticed that if you saw that. Today we've, added, today we've added 972 cases, and we have added uh, 18 deaths since 11 p.m. Eastern last night.
1: So South Korea, the mortality rate was almost 1%. So we're talking an order of a magnitude higher than the flu, which is 0.1%. Like, this is almost 10 times as deadly in South Korea as normal influenza, and the response here is going to be worse than in South Korea. Like, that, that that's just a given at this point, that it's going to be worse. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad we've moved past the, the it's just a flu stage. Lots of people ought to be ashamed of how they handled themselves over the past 10 days, past, past two weeks.
0: I think if you noticed how most people responded and the people you're talking about, I would say the biggest common denominator is that they care vehemently about the stock market. Sometimes. I don't think that,
1: like, that's always necessarily the case.
0: No, not always, but the three people that I've seen that have been the most flippant about it have been Trump, Clay Travis, and Dave Portnoy. And I would say it's true for all three of them that they are very interested and invested in protecting the stock market.
1: Yeah, but like Vox and The Atlantic and The Daily Beast. Well, yeah, the
0: the journalist side of it, I might not have been keeping up with it as much as you have because I don't have the hard drive capacity.
1: Like all these people, like I'm not sitting here, like Clay Travis— acted, to put it lightly, shamefully. Vox has a bigger pedestal than Clay Travis. I mean, this is a elite media conglomerate owned by Comcast and NBC. And like they said a month ago, you know, that it's just, this is only a thing because Silicon Valley bros are, are weird and are worried about it. Then you have the Atlantic The Atlantic, which was Barack Obama's magazine of choice, the foreign policy magazine of the United States, basically, for an eight-year period, was saying, you know, this is dumb, it's not even the flu. Or it's just the flu. Like, it's been... That's another thing, is it's been uniform across the board. Like, these cities in the Northeast, like the Pittsburgh St. Patrick's Day parade over the weekend... I mean, what the hell are you doing? The Chicago people that were going out like crazy for St. Patrick's Day. I mean, like these people disgust me on a fundamental
0: level. Uh, I think we got to give we got to include Nashville in there, too. Oh, yeah. Nashville was awful. I mean, that was sickening. It, It honestly, it sickened me to watch that
1: video. And we all know the video I'm talking about. It sickened me to see that. Like, what is wrong with y'all people? What is wrong at that point? At that point, it was willful, just ignorance. That's what it is. It's willful. It was willful at that point. On a Saturday night, like 15 states on Friday declared a state of emergency. Alabama, which borders Tennessee and had less, has less cases than Tennessee, had already declared a state of emergency. That might have been a tipping point to Nashville residents a mere hour and a half away from Alabama to maybe not go to, excuse me, not go to a honky tonk. And like, how many people were in that room?
0: 500? Oh, no, there's more than that. There's more than that. There's more than that. I'm a terrible judge of people. Yeah, I'm not very good at the jelly bean game, like trying to decide how many are in there, but I'm I'm going to go on record and say there's more than 500 in a big honky-tonk bar like that in Nashville.
1: Okay. I'm sure it has multiple levels to it.
0: Yeah, I was going to say there's at least, if I was guessing, I would say 12 to 1,500. Okay, I was thinking, I was meant just
1: that one room. How many did we think that? There was. It could be a thousand. I don't know. I'm a I terrible judge. I
0: said 700 on my tweet, but I, I I couldn't really decide either. Okay, so we're looking at probably over 3,000 people in that bar. At what? At, throughout the night, without a doubt. On St. Patrick's Day weekend in Nashville, I would say, and this is probably. I mean, honestly, March is probably peak Bachelorette time. I mean, it, we're maybe a month early on that. But I would say most weddings are getting ready to fire off around like the end of April and early May, right? So, I mean, people are kind of right now doing their big trips, I would I would assume. At least getting close to it. A lot of summer weddings, a lot of spring weddings. 3,000 people easily went through that bar that night.
1: It just blew my mind when I saw that video. I, honestly, I was taken aback when I saw it. Like, I saw it before I got on Discord. And I'm not trying to pile on the person tweeted it at all like she's never been anything but nice to me same i love her i mean she's a very nice woman just watching that video i was just taken aback by it. like it's like people live in a different world than me
0: it spread online just like the virus spread in downtown nashville that night it was uh, it was a sight to see you know because you think about those three thousand people not only do they all probably live in different places or mostly live in different places but they all probably went bar hopping that night too and interacted with a couple more thousand people at each bar. So there's probably a good 15,000 people in broad- on Broadway throughout that night that uh, were infected. And my, my, our numbers might be off. I don't know how many people go down to Broadway. I feel like it's a lot, on, especially on big, busy weekends like that. And then 10,000 of them probably went back to Nashville's airport and flew back home. Or drove back to Knoxville. Or drove back to Alabama. Or drove back to Kentucky. Or Chicago. Or somewhere like that. Yeah, I've been thinking here about being in Knoxville a lot and how we're kind of sandwiched in between two really hot tourist spots. And people coming through like Nashville, obviously a hot tourist spot. And then you have Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, like the Great Smoky Mountains. That's the most visited national park in the in the country, right? Yes, correct. It's still close enough to wintertime where you can get up here and get a cabin and do all those things. Go to Dollywood. I guess Dollywood wasn't open, so that helps. But we're just right here in two of the hotbeds of tourism in the South, like Nashville and and the and the Great Smoky Mountains have to be two of the top what, like four or five. Yeah, tourist uh, tourist spots of the of the South and really the you know the, the the Big Ten country, whatever the hell that's called, the Rust Belt, things like you know whatever the hell you call that. I would say Nashville and the Smoky Mountains are two of the top five there. Yeah, I mean, it was just... um... So that's been fun to think about. Not to mention Knoxville has the, you know, right there, the intersection of I-40 and 75, two of the biggest interstates. Not to mention it's right there, boom, at the, at the, uh, the intersection of that. So that's cool. How hard have you found it to get people to care? Because uh, I have to give my parents a shout out. Both of them have taken it seriously. Both of them are uh, taking precautions. My father has been sick, so I was bit, I was relieved and thrilled to hear that he had skipped church on Sunday to stay at home. Yeah, you know, I had— Said he didn't want to go shake people's hands, so he just stayed home. Because my dad does this thing where he makes a, a lap around the church every Sunday, just shaking everybody's hands. Shaking everybody's hands, welcoming the people who you know basically didn't grow up in that church or are new there. He takes he, he takes a bag of candy to give all the kids. Like his thing is, he gives every kid a, a sucker or a piece of chocolate or something, and welcomes all the new members. So he is basically like, I knew I couldn't shake hands with people, so I just stayed home.
1: Yeah, I I had, you know, I mean, we were obviously supposed to go on vacation. I had, um a tough time with it at first and then when he banned travel from Europe i was able to get through a little bit better and i basically just kept on and kept on that night and i was just like he closed the borders like this is like he like he's closing the borders from economic powerhouses like germany i was like this is not the flu this is not the flu and I just kept saying that over and over. Like my mom, I was like, mom, the NBA is walking away from billions
0: of dollars. Well, that's what did it for me was like the NBA walking away from billions of dollars, the English Premier League walking away from billion dollars, March Madness walking away from you know hundreds of millions of dollars. And then the real icing on the cake was last night when Las Vegas, when Sin City was like, you know what? No, we're out. We're good. MGM Grand and MGM's Hotel's are like, we're we're not doing this anymore. Now, however, Caesars has came out and said they're staying open. I don't know if you saw that. Caesars, uh, their their chain of properties have said they're staying open. That's crazy. Which seems absurd. Yeah.
1: And I, I just like I was just, I was like, Mom, when I first started that night trying to hammer it t- to them, I told my mom, I said, Mom, the NBA is walking away from billions of dollars. They don't do this over the flu. And she said, and it took all I had not to lose my temper. She said, well, they ought to. In this very snarky voice. And it took all I had not to just lose my mind when she fired back at me. But I just, I kept on, and I kept on because she is a type 2 diabetic. And I was like, mom, we cannot have you walking through the Atlanta airport. You're you are compromised. I was like, we can't have
0: you walking through this airport. I guess have we talked since you canceled your trip? I don't think we have. I mean, on, no, on, no, on, on the podcast. No, 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 no. So that's good because that's the last we had heard. Yes. In the last episode, was me telling you please cancel your trip. And I'm happy to I'm happy to hear that the Hughes family canceled their trip. Our friend Marwan canceled his his European excursion. His European Thank expedition. God. Thank God. After did did you show your parents the picture of the people trying to get back uh, from the no, airport? No, I, I
1: I've I've laid off. I've laid off because they started to get annoyed after like after we canceled after we canceled the trip. I still didn't let up because I wanted them. I wanted my mom to understand over the weekend that for the next three or four weeks she was going to have to stay in the house. Period, and it's gonna suck, but it might. Save her life. She's not a bad diabetic. she doesn't do shots, she doesn't like she takes a pill every day. she's this very skinny woman, like it was just a genetic just she was genetically predisposed. so she's not a terrible diabetic, but she's still immunocompromised. And I tr- I just wanted her to understand. so I just kept on and kept on and kept on. and to my disbelief, they willingly, my dad said, Saturday, we are not going to church we are watching it from home so like i was able to get through to them like i think i just ha- i just kept hammering on like the death rate in italy and like that it's not just old people that are dying you know the median age of death in italy is 64 like that's not
0: that old not anymore 64 is not that old anymore have there has there been a point or when was the last time you got to the point where you questioned am i taking this too seriously am i overreacting when's the last time you had that that worry or doubt
1: when i was on the phone with my parents when he when he canceled all travel from europe i was like you know saint johns is a is an american territory are they really going to keep us from getting back cuz you know I, I had i had been looking forward to th- that vacation for so long, because I have been working like a damn just mule out oh, in the yeah, fields.
0: Just, just Seth out in the field breaking his body.
1: The last three months, Like I was a Mule
0: f- just getting whipped and beaten as he as he carries the load of all this manual labor. So I was looking forward to the to the Caribbean. <coughs> That's you, Seth. <coughs> it's been rough out in the fields. That was my mule impression.
1: I got that.
0: So, what'd you think about it? Good or no? It was good. It was good. It was great. Thanks. So I was.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so when you when you when your family had to cancel their trip, that's when you're like, ah, uh, are we overreacting? Because I mean, I yep. gotta be honest, I still have some of those doubts sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, mean. I do think for this to get better and for life to get back normal. I think we have to overreact, and it's going to feel like an overreaction once we beat it, and the numbers hopefully don't get so high that we're like, ha-ha, we kind of freaked out, everybody. But then, like, Friday night, they finally announced
1: the people that had it in Alabama. Like, everyone knew from, like, Thursday night, Wednesday night, that people in Alabama had it, but, like, Huntsville Hospital and UAB were sitting on it and i guess waiting for the alabama department of public health to announce it well they finally announced it friday and one of them is in the county that we live in of the one of the first five is in the county that we live in and it's way over five now obviously but one of the first was in that county and then we learned that our primary care physician is the is the doctor who treated that patient And their entire staff is under quarantine for the next two weeks. Like, they're bringing in, like, another staff into that doctor's office to work. And so, like, after that happened, I felt, I was like, okay, like, I was right. This is going to be extremely, extremely bad everywhere in America. And I felt better about it. There's 33 people at Huntsville Hospital that are awaiting tests for the 24, that are, will know of their test within 24 hours. Like, it's it's just going to explode everywhere.
0: I've had doubts. I feel for, you know, on the radio, my sponsors, you know, one of my oldest sponsors, one of my favorite sponsors is Hops and Hollers. I feel really bad for them because they have to hear me on air. Like, even like we did a remote there Thursday, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, stay at home. You know what I mean? And then I'm sitting in there, I'm like, this is a bar. You know what I mean? Like, people can't really stay at home. And I feel bad that I'm like saying we need to kind of cleanse then I'm like, uh, then you're just thinking about the people, you know, you, you care for and hurting them. And you're just like, man, this is tough. And then on that Thursday, uh, you know, my, my dad lives an hour away, but I'd been going down there every Sunday and every Thursday. And on Thursday I called him. was was like, Hey, I'm not coming because I don't want to get you sick. Yeah. And that's when I was like, like being silly, like not going down there again, that was Thursday. So a little bit different. We've, Come a long way since Thursday, when you think about it like that, right? I mean, think about how long ago it feels since we canceled basketball.
1: It feels like a year ago, man. And it's so much worse now than it was Thursday.
0: It's four days. Oh, yeah, no, this is going to get bad. This is going to continue to get worse. And, you know, I said a little bit on the radio today, but like... It sucks, but I do feel like for everybody, like the people who don't want to be treaded on, the people who don't want to be told to stay inside, the people who are missing their sports and don't want to miss college football and Tennessee football, hey, just stay inside for a month, assholes. Yeah. Just just for a month. Just stay inside for a month. For a month. It's going to suck, but if everyone comes together and does it and isn't too worried about going to the dance club on, on, on Broadway and shaking their ass to some goddamn fishing in the dark, then maybe we could all come together and come out on the other side and we'll get our sports back and we'll get our life back and your, and your grandparents won't die and sick people won't die. And the stock market, if you're cared about the stock market and the line, it'll go up. Like I, I feel like that's what Trump finally got through his head today with the stock market was like, we have to take this seriously and deal with the decline of the stock market, but at least seem like we are taking it seriously and coming up with a plan. That way we can rebuild in a couple months. Yeah. Because this this shit they've been doing the last three or four days isn't working because it has kept going down. It has kept going and saying these guys don't know what they're doing and they clearly aren't taking this seriously enough. But they came out today and was like, hey, no, the stock market doesn't matter. Yeah, we might go into a recession, whatever, but we got to get this fixed and then it'll, then everything will take off. Like that's still not great. I still don't want to hear my president talking about a recession or whatever, but like to prioritize the virus just seems like the smart move even if you're overreacting even if it's just the flu even whatever you want to say just get your ass inside for a month and let and let these sick people get better and i bet we could get back to life pretty soon
1: ufc just postponed its next three events
0: oh what a pussy dana white he bit the knee what a pussy he just he said on sunday we're not stopping we're not slowing down you know what happened We're probably going to find out that all those fighters down in Brazil tested positive because uh, what I was listening to, I was listening to a podcast that was talking about how they weren't really on the up and up with the testing down there. I don't think they're on the up and up with much down there. Right. So I'm guessing those fighters are going to test positive and that's going to stop Dana or he realized that every other sport and every other major corporation is taking this seriously and he looks like a fucking asshole. Has anything not stopped at this point? The UFC was the biggest. Uh, okay, here's my prediction. The bar scene There's- in Nashville has finally, they succumbed. The guy th- that owns Broadway, or, or owns like six or seven of those bars, defied the mayor, but they recently came out and his lawyer said, you know what, we're dealing with the shutdown. We're, we're going to close. So they gave up. That was a pretty callous statement he put out. Yeah, but I think he realized how stupid he f- he sounded because his lawyer put out a statement to say, you know what, We are uh, we're going to take this seriously. We're going to shut down. Yeah. I mean.
1: Um,
0: you uh, I you to, got anything to say? Or?
1: I was thinking of, I just lost my train of thought on what I was going to say, you asshole. Come on, let's
0: do it. Chugga, 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 chugga. Oh, chug-a, my chug-a, prediction. chugga, 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 chugga.
1: And I don't know, like I haven't been on this court at all today, so I don't know chug, how. Chug, 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 like if people said this, but there's not going to be a major league baseball season at all, right? Choo
0: choo! You found it. You found your th- train of thought. Uh, they're saying July. They're hoping for July now. I, I I don't see that happening. Yeah, they'll do something. It might be shortened, but you got you, you can't take a whole year off. If it, if it gets better by the summer, especially if the NBA comes back, like they said that they're looking to start back in the middle of June. And if they start back in the middle of June, then baseball would look pretty stupid if they didn't try to at least do a, an abbreviated season.
1: You just not, you don't have, you, you'd have like a two week spring training.
0: Maybe you don't even have spring training. I don't, I don't know. Like, or maybe a week. I, We'll see. maybe, maybe you just uh, maybe teams get together and scrimmage or something behind closed doors to simulate game stuff. I don't know, because the NBA was talking about, when they came back, they were going to play at like practice facilities. Okay? Or behind, you know, closed arenas with no fans. So even when they came back in June, they're still talking about like no fans. Which the NBA is really going to be fucked financially because I don't know if you remember there was a whole China thing where they lost a bunch of Chinese money. Yeah, I'm glad that happened, though. They deserved it. <laughs> and now the Chinese is taking more of their money by eating bats. It's, um... You know, it the NBA might want
1: to rethink their pro-China policy just in general, but that's a discussion for another time. On this podcast, I set the foreign policy, and we are sh- stringently anti-Chinese. They are a menace, and they must be dealt with. I do think this meme that has started to come out about how like China is dropping off like a however many respirators to Italy and all this shit like of them doing good. I've seen some stuff about that like it, it's nonsense. Like this yeah, is
0: I, I would be I would be it's it's terrible and it's xenophobic and it's racist. Whatever you want to say, I would be uh, nervous to use that stuff.
1: Yeah, I know. I, that's what I was thinking too. Like, it's usually okay. It's
0: usually that's your lane for you to say that stuff. But me, I'd be like, "Hey, can we get some of the American ones, please?" It's not racist
1: or xenophobic.
0: Like, it's, it seems a little xenophobic.
1: I'm gonna use these breathing machines that come from a country where there was just a massive pandemic that is <laughs> transmitted by saliva and through the air. That is not racism. That is common sense.
0: Okay. Okay. Look at me, the big big snowflake cook.
1: It's not, no, I'm just, I'm trying to calm, I'm trying to soothe your fears that you just stepped on some toes. I doubt there's any people of Chinese extraction listening. If they are, well, I'm sorry, but I wouldn't use those respirators.
0: I guess it'd be really tough for somebody to cancel us right now, so that's fine. We can't get canceled right now during a national emergency. Those are the rules.
1: No, I mean, it's just the rules. And when we're all on lockdown here in about seven days and nobody's got anything to do and we come to you live during the day, then we're going to be we're gonna be beloved by the people.
0: That's coming. That's coming. All right, let's get to some patron questions. Patreon.com slash reads Ranch if you are down with the movement. Unfortunately, uh, baseball baseball gate has been canceled. We will not be getting together, obviously, for Tennessee Vanderbilt playing baseball. We will probably, most likely, uh, assuredly not be getting together for, uh, we we're going to try to move it to Hobson Hollers. That's probably not going to happen, uh, 99.9% sure. Um, Monday night basketball was canceled tonight. Who knows? Maybe we'll be back tomorrow, uh, next Monday. I don't know. But uh, before we get to the questions, shout-out to our boy Cody. He upped his pledge from $10 to $25. Shout-out to Cody. We love you, and we appreciate you always. Big love to Cody. Cody. Uh, uh, always just Cody, Cody. Big shout-out to Cody. I still say Cody Cody? We or love Coty? him. Shout-out to Cody. Cody. He's awesome. Nah, he's my favorite. He's my guy. We appreciate him for his support. Um we'll we'll get some new shirts coming out soon I gotta do a radio one first with my guys, but then we will uh drop a uh a discord patron shirt. Let's get to some questions uh the patrons get to listen live and interact on that thread Seth have you seen anything up at the beginning?
1: yeah there were some good ones at the beginning. I'm scrolling back up um okay Troy wants to know if. We could not leave the house for two weeks with the top three essential items you must have in the house provided you have enough food and water.
0: Um, uh, Baby wipes. Honestly, um, this might be gross to everybody. I could get by on reusing washcloths, to be honest. That's good.
1: I mean, we all have to make sacrifices in these
0: times. Just wring it out in the shower. I got like 10 washcloths. I got a bunch of dish towels. We'll figure it out. That's what I've been so confused about. Everybody buying all this damn toilet paper.
1: Yeah, I don't understand that. Is it, I don't understand. Is it, is
0: it disgusting to to use a washcloth, rinse it out, then uh, then use a uh, then you know put it in the washing machine with like hot water? Is that disgusting? I mean, I guess no. it would be if you use it on your face later. But like, I feel like I feel like that's. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I wash my butt when I'm in the shower.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's disgusting. No,
0: maybe it is. I mean, you, I don't, you're I don't putting know. it,
1: you're putting it in the washing machine.
0: Yeah, on hot water. I wash my stuff on hot too. Yeah, I mean, no, that's not my disgusting. towels I, and my washcloths. My, my, my number I, one, my clothes I wash on cold water. My number one is baby wipes. Okay, your number one is baby wipes.
1: My number two is um the the internet. Yeah, yeah. And it has to be fast. <laughs> it needs to be about 300 megabit per second I would at, love at, to see at its Seth slowest.
0: To, I would love to see Seth on dial-up.
1: Oh, my God. It's bad enough when I go to my parents and I'm getting like 15 megabit per second. I
0: would have loved to have seen you live with me on the farm whenever I had <sighs> only had 3G, sometimes LTE, and one spot on my couch. That was it. <sighs> Or when I would go up to my dad's house, and it would be satellite internet. That was also just so dreadfully slow. Satellite internet. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. Uh, number three,
1: if we have enough food and water. Number three, um, I would guess something to read.
0: I would need something to read. Yeah, mine's going to be pretty cut and dry, Troy. It's going to be a phone, a phone charger, and my TV. That's it. <laughs> pretty cut and dry like uh, assuming that like uh, the electricity is still working obviously yeah and assuming that like my washer and dryer still working because i would need clean clothes i cannot if if i had to like sacrifice clean clothes then i don't think i could do it you know i just told you about my my washcloth method in the shower so like i gotta i can't i can't have neither one of those you know what i mean so i'm going with uh yeah just my phone my phone charger and the tv Assuming I can also have the remote with the TV, I'm a I'm a simple man.
1: Uh uh, Mason would like to know what's the over under for how many more times we will be quarantined in our lifetimes? Now that this possibly may be the precedent, um, I don't know. That's a good question. I was thinking earlier about like if. Like if the quarantine goes right and America really flattens the curve, then like unfortunately, I think that people are going to be a lot less um, willing to do a quarantine next time because they're going to think that this was no big deal because you already had a lot of people thinking that this was not a big deal and this was just the flu.
0: Oh, okay, uh, nice angle.
1: So I don't know. Like I think that like bio bioweapons are obviously like a thing that could happen in the future i'm just afraid like because you know how annoying it's going to be when like if and i mean this like this is going to be awesome if this is annoying because it's going to mean that we we really lessened the effects of it but if america was really able to just latch down tight everyone stay in their house and not nearly as many people dies like it looks like are gonna die people are gonna come out and say see it wasn't that bad." Those people are going to be so annoying. But it's going to be a good thing because that means thousands and thousands of peoples of lives were saved. Um, but I think if that's the case then like people are going to be less willing to do that. Next go around.
0: On the other side, if this is a disaster will people look at the quarantine as a failure or like oh shit, we fucked up?
1: Both. Both. You know. It, it has been a disaster at the federal level and it has been a disaster at the state level in a lot of places. So... I mean, like... New York City didn't cancel their schools until last night. Like, that was insane to me.
0: I'd seen people saying that canceling the schools is sometimes more of a burden than it's worth. I don't know. That's like... <laughs> That's such a I,
1: I hate that line of thinking. Yeah. Like because you can deliver the foods like all these cities are doing. They're they're having food delivery or they're having food pickup for students. Like it's such nonsense.
0: Well what about the what about the have parents not being able to either afford healthcare or not healthcare but child care or having to like stay at home?
1: Yeah, that's the only one that like I don't know. There has to be a way to get around that too. I
0: mean because I mean it seems like a huge inconvenience especially I mean imagine like right, right now you're a bartender or a waitress and you have kids and you know they get sent off from school and 10 people come in your restaurant and it's all for takeout and you're not getting paid so like uh, some of that stuff I, I sympathize with and th- these are tough decisions to make obviously but on the on the other hand like kids are disgusting and they're and they are you know prime carriers of the disease so they're just passing it around to each other then going to visit grandma and grandpa and killing them
1: Like, according to some epidemiological studies that were done, cities that closed schools, they saved up to 50, like they had 50% less deaths than other major cities in the Spanish flu, in the Spanish flu. We're talking 50% in the Spanish flu. That was, that was 1918. So this is like, the schools have to be closed. It's absurd to argue otherwise,
0: like period. Is it fair to say that most mothers are probably at home though? yeah I mean like 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 most most mothers are probably at home so I mean it makes it a little bit easier unless like program, something but. has
1: to has to be done about these nurses that have kids whatever okay yes it's absurd and st- it's it's stupid to make any argument other than that the schools have to be closed
0: you you find a way right I think if you close the schools you have to uh, to me this has all been dragging our feet Seth and it's all dragging our feet because we don't want to force businesses to close because then the government has to give everybody money. Yeah, I agree with that. That's why we're dragging our feet and just making suggestions and not rules. Because I feel like if we made the rule, then you, ha- you cannot legitimately tell your people to stay at home and make them stay at home without paying them. And it feels like we're trying to avoid paying them. Like even the, like, uh, they asked Trump today in his press conference, like even in that, that stimulus package or whatever that got passed, it excludes businesses of over five hundred people from having to pay anybody, yeah, it's basically like hey, small businesses, you got to pay your employees, but if you work at a big corporation with over five hundred people, you're cool. You don't have to pay them
1: like where is Nancy Pelosi at during all this
0: honestly she honestly she honestly, she probably has the virus, and she is quarantined somewhere. Like, Tom Cotton is the one
1: today who put forward the idea of, like, a UBI, universal basic income. It was Tom Cotton, and then Mitt Romney agreed with him. Where is Nancy Pelosi... Tom Cotton is a Republican senator out of Arkansas, for those who don't know. Where is Nancy Pelosi at? Like, to me, like, this is why, like, I hate... Like I hate economic arguments in general because like like I just like you can be conservative. You can be liberal. Like like to me, like the like conservatism is like a disposition. It's not an it's not an ideology. Like I hate talking about economics. Like I'm pretty to the left on economics in general because like all I want to do is help families. Like, where is Nancy Pelosi coming with, like, an economic plan to help families during all this? Like, why is it Tom Cotton doing it? Like, I I just don't understand. Like, this stuff about small businesses, big businesses, it's absurd. Like, help normal people. Help families.
0: Shit's crazy, bro. Uh, Matt asks, who are your top three most likely CORD members to contact the virus? Contract the virus. God, I can't even read. Contract the virus. I'm going to go uh, with Brother Levi, who works at a phone distributor, selling phones, dealing with the public. Uh, Brother Levi is my most likely. I'll go with uh, Brother Blue Moon Vol, who is at home with a hurt foot, babysitting kids in the neighborhood. His kids and his kids' friends. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Did, you Did you miss that? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Brother Blue Moon Vol is, you know, hurt from falling from oh, falling. Yeah. Yeah. and his kids are out of school, so he is at home with the kids. And apparently, his wife signed him up to babies or to uh, watch some other kids in the neighborhood that need help. So he has been at home with uh, with multiple kids. So. I just said those kids carry the virus, so uh, let's give a uh, big F for Brother Blue Moon Vol, 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 who definitely has the virus. Damn. Man, I love Blue Moon Vol. He knows that. And my third pick would just be, we we have multiple people in the cord who work on the front lines here, and work in hospitals, work in the healthcare industry. I'll just give them all a tie for third, because that has to be scary, you know, just dealing with yeah. people in the hospital and – and people that are coming to get medicine and all that. So it's really tough. So thoughts and prayers to them. Yep. Do you have any, uh, any, anybody you want to shout out that probably has the virus?
1: No. I mean, if you think that you have it,
0: um, don't go to work, please. Hank wants to know the best streaming service. Yeah. For a two week quarantine. What's the best streaming service? Uh,
1: I I don't know. Is anything better than Amazon Instant Video?
0: Amazon Instant Video? Yeah, I would say there are many things better than Amazon Instant Video. They don't have...
1: I feel like they have the best
0: movies. Although, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. I might have to retract my my slander, my scoff at you. Uh, Amazon Instant Video, is that... Are they in bed with HBO? Do you get HBO content there? Yeah. Okay. They they, they might be the best answer, because I was just going to say HBO Go... Or I've kind of become fond of Hulu just because they have a lot of the shows I like. But I mean, I feel like HBO for a two week quarantine, you could knock out some classics there. You get movies, and you get you know they got two and a half just classic TV shows between The Wire and The Sopranos, and then you know you can stop Game of Thrones after season five, season six.
1: Yeah, that's that. that, that I think HBO is the right answer.
0: That would be my answer. They got enough movies, including new movies and old movies, and then yeah, just a a ben- binge watch some classic TV shows. That would be my pick. I agree. Let's see. We already did the essential items for surviving a quarantine, or just our essential items. Uh, let's see. Are we gonna? Is this gonna make us uh, embrace the bidet? Asked KT. The TP shortage and everyone going crazy. Will we embrace the bidet?
1: It looks pretty sweet.
0: I feel like we've taken a step towards the bidet with the wet wipe, love.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's nothing better.
0: Have you ever used a bidet? No, I have not. Me neither. Me neither. Well, I would. I just haven't come across any of it. Any other thoughts? Apparently, while we've been talking, WrestleMania uh, has been moved to the Performance Center. (laughs) I saw that picture that he posted. (laughs) Vince McMahon had to bend the knee and just add him to the list of people who, if they're being forced to take it seriously, this is a big deal. Well, I mean,
1: Vince McMahon bit the knee already, right? With XFL.
0: yes, with the XFL, but WrestleMania is his baby. Like, he, he would, you know, WrestleMania is his big deal. Like, that's a... You know, there are 70,000, 80,000 people there. That's what they build to. That's what they spend all their money, you know, bringing back the old people, trying to get set up with, and it's a big spectacle, and it's their their Super Bowl. Basically, Tampa forced him into bending the knee. It was just like, we're trying to let you be the one to make this decision to get the good pub, but if you don't, we're going to shut this shit down. Because, like, yeah, all wrestling TV right now is going to be in this performance center with no fans. I know you didn't watch on Friday, but it was just so awkward because they're still doing their entrances. I cannot believe they're doing that. Like, you know, playing music and strutting their ass out, and they're still getting on the microphone, having to either be good guys or bad guys, except there's no audience there to play off of. I cannot believe they're actually doing that. I mean, they have to. The networks that need content. That has to be so awkward. That has to be so awkward. I know. The networks need content, though. Although most of these people probably came up doing it in, like, gymnasiums in front of 50 people, so it's not that big of a difference, I would say. But you're still doing it in front of millions of people on TV. It's got to be crazy. Man, that sounds so awkward. They kind of rushed and did it Friday. I'm curious to see what they look like on Monday. And I'm curious to see what they do for WrestleMania because, like I said, yeah, it's just such a spectacle. What do they do? Any other when, was,
1: wh- when, when was WrestleMania originally scheduled
0: for? April 5th, I believe, is that Sunday. So I don't think they've moved the date. I think they just moved it to the Performance Center.
1: Interesting. Hmm. I would have thought they would have just moved it back a couple of months.
0: Well, they can't because the wrestling calendar has to keep going, Seth. That's the problem. Is like, Oh, okay. You're like in storylines yes. right now, and you're still doing yeah. TV. So, I mean, just for example, they brought Goldberg back to do like <laughs> a – Did they really? Yeah, just to pop the ratings and then have him have a WrestleMania match and give the belt to Roman Reigns. So, like, they can't push it back two months and then stretch that out because you gotta, you got to keep moving on and finding new yeah. storylines and stuff. So, you know, their hand was kind of forced. It wasn't like the NBA that could just, you know, delay the season for two months. You have these playoffs, and like you know, John Cena is back from Hollywood for a for a match and a, a month run. And if they moved it back two months, who knows who knows if they could even get Cena back? You know what I mean? Like with how busy his schedule is. So yeah, you just gotta gotta keep moving. Which means Vince McMahon is gonna have a high price tag for this WrestleMania pay per view without having you know eighty thousand people in attendance paying a hundred dollars a pop. So he's gonna take a big bath here between that and the XFL. One thing that does seem crazy about the
1: coronavirus before we go is that, like, these states are voting tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How do we think that affects? Let's talk about that because, you know, we had the what might be the last Democratic debate last night between Bernie and Biden. Like, if tomorrow goes the way that I think people still think it's going to go, then you might see Bernie drop out. But it seems crazy that they're going to keep voting. But Florida's was it Florida's governor? Basically it was like, if we cancel the vote, it looks like we're weak and we're not weak.:
1: uh, Well, like Ohio's governor canceled the vote and it got struck it's got rejected by a county judge. So they're going to move forward. Ohio has to move forward. Yeah, Ohio's voting tomorrow. Like this is insanity.
0: Does it help Bernie, maybe? Like or does it hurt Bernie? because Joe Biden's audience, at least what we saw you know, last week, was old people. Well, young people ain't voting, period. Well, right? no, I, I know, but I'm saying, does it does it keep old people from going out to vote? Or will the 30 to 50-year-old people that maybe voted for Bernie, are they smart enough to say we're staying inside? Like, I don't, How does that work? I don't think it's going to
1: matter that much. I think Bernie is done.
0: The testosterone is too low. He, he had a spike. He had a spike for a little bit last night in the debate. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. He had a little bit of a spike whenever he was trying to challenge Biden on him never trying to cut Medicare. He had so many openings to go after Biden. Well, Biden just kept lying about him and the moderators would not like actually like pin him down. He claimed that you know Bernie had taken money from non-super PACs or whatever. I assume that's false the way Bernie acted, right? Like I mean that, that's is that true or no?
1: I, I, I assume Bernie wasn't lying. I yeah, mean,
0: the way Bernie seemed so mad and Biden never named one of them, I, I assume is a lie, but it didn't get hammered out because I feel like if, if I was in the debate, if I was Bernie, I just would have kept saying name them, Joe, and made him name them. That's what
1: I'm saying. Like, Bernie had... Like, I feel like when I watch these things, like, you're just pleading with Bernie to go for the throat. And he never will. If I was like... If I was like a a, a Bernie supporter, like, I would feel like just like betrayed because he never, he's not in it to win. You play to win the game.
0: He has failed the heart test.
1: He he keeps failing the heart test. He had such a good chance last night i know and it's just like you're sitting there and like i'm not even gonna vote i don't care like i'm not gonna vote for bernie or biden i'm just pleading like it's just like one of those things it's like it's just a thing of dignity and honor he had a global pandemic fall in his lap like it's just like bernie this dude is lying go for the throat protect your honor and he won't do it
0: you would think he's at the age where he doesn't need to worry about getting ostracized from the Democratic Party. You know what I mean? Like it's not Yeah, like, he's not even in the Democratic Party. Like uh, he, he doesn't have to worry about getting a cabinet spot or whatever. Like You would think that he would just burn it down, but uh, for a little bit, there was a brief moment where I thought, maybe it's coming, and he kept trying to hammer Biden down on the Medicare stuff, but he didn't go hard enough. So I'm going to guess that he is going to get dog walked tomorrow. I, I don't know. <laughs> We will see if Biden puts the leash on him and walks him around. That's such a good scene. Come here, come here little Bernie. Oh man. Don't piss on the rug, oh, Bernie. Oh man. It did like it did like Biden
1: Biden pledged to make a woman as VP, you know. And it's just like, "Bernie,
0: will you yeah, they basically put him on and, spot. And I don't know. It, it, Bernie credit, looked like a deer in the headlights well, to at his first. credit, he didn't say yes, but like he was like, "Yeah, basically." Yeah, he was like, "I probably will," which way is I'm, like the, the best way I'm you can, is yes, yes. Uh, I strongly think I'll do that.
1: Which is like the best you can possibly do in that situation, it's but such it's also a like a question. It is, but but my thing is that Bernie should have known Biden was going to pull some shit like that because that's the only possible way Biden can beat him. Like with progressive like metrics, I guess because the voting record is clearly Bernie. So Biden's got to make up for the past thirty years of getting outstripped in a progressive sense by Bernie. Like the only way to do that is the pledge to vote a woman as vice president and a black woman on the Supreme Court. It's the only thing you can do, right? And he did it. And he did it.
0: <laughs> it's just like they just like for Bernie, man. <laughs> I almost give. Almost felt bad for Bernie because like it, he he was basically saying he wanted a progressive. So I mean, like I guess Elizabeth Warren would be the only person he could maybe put in that role, but she hasn't helped him. So like he, I feel like he doesn't really have a vice president right now.
1: No, he doesn't. I don't know. I don't know who Bernie would pick for VP. I mean, like he should have. Uh, he should have said Tulsi.
0: I would. Whew. He should have said yes. A- amen to that. T- Tulsi Gabbard. She is going to uh, be my running mate. Amen to that. That's what I mm. should have said. We
1: should have had Tulsi up on that stage last night. We should have.
0: I would have watched even more intently. She would have broken up the monotony for sure. Yeah. It's
1: just that last night was a very low-T affair. It was just a very low-T well, affair. that's the
0: scary thing. That's the scary thing is like, and honestly, I got to be honest. The Honestly, I got to be honest with a fucking idiot. I mean, truthfully, if I'm going to be honest, when I was watching the debate last night, Bernie didn't seem as sharp as I hoped either. Like I thought maybe he would be able to talk circles around Biden, but you know, he was better than Biden, but I don't think he was good enough. There wasn't enough of a difference. And we've been chitting on Trump. And when I say we, I just mean society for the way he's handled this pandemic. But I don't have any more confidence in Joe Biden. Being able to go up there and answer questions at a press conference, like I don't have much confidence in him either. No, especially like three years from now, you know what I mean? Because like we we got through three years of Trump relatively unscathed, and look, we say this as two white men, so like whatever. If you if your experience is different, I I, I respect that or whatever. My life hasn't gotten worse with Donald Trump.
1: No. And I think, in a foreign policy sense, Trump has been better than George W. Bush
0: because sure. he's reduced he's reduced the Middle East footprint, no new wars. Sure. So, like I'm saying, for three months we have I feel relatively unscathed. You could point to some things as an improvement, whatever. I don't have any investments or anything, so the stock market hadn't really mattered to me. But either way, whatever. But here we are in year four, and shit's actually hit the fan. Then we realize, oh wait, we don't have somebody who can handle a crisis right now. Yep. Yeah.
1: And Bernie, then I look at who we're
0: about to elect on either side—Bernie, Biden, or Trump—and I'm like, I don't know if it's going to get much better. Bernie, it's just always the same
1: thing, right? It's always the same line.
0: Well, that's the thing—is it's always about health care, but we're in the middle of a pandemic, and he couldn't hammer it home enough. Like, right now is the time when everyone should be like, "Yeah, the government should be taking care of us," and he couldn't hammer it home enough. Either because, know, like, man. either because of the the setup of a minute and a half or, you know, just whatever, you know, Biden lying, whatever. It just, it didn't hammer it home enough for people. Another thing is that I'm also, like,
1: at some point when it comes to Bernie Sanders, you have to move past the the steps that are in his way. Like, we have to move past the fact that the Democratic establishment wants Joe Biden. Like, you are either enough You either pass the heart test enough that you bend the party and the apparatus to your will, or you don't. And this will be, yet again, another time that Bernie does not have it in him. The Republican establishment was incredibly stacked against Donald Trump. He bent the entire party and the apparatus to his will. All the money was behind Jeb Bush, then it went to... Rubio, then it went to Cruz, and Trump just was like a wrecking ball. That's what Bernie had to do, and he can't do it. And not only that, he's getting beat by a senile seventy-eight-year-old. I just don't understand. Like he has to go for the throat, but it's too late now.
0: Oh well. At least the tit- at least the Titans brought back Ryan Tannehill. They did. What are the Texans doing? <laughs> Oh, that's what everyone wants to know. What are they doing? That's what everyone wants to know, but nobody has an answer. No one has an answer. I will say there are some things that may be about uh, DeAndre Hopkins that when you actually look at the number of targets he gets and the production he put out the last couple of years, there might be some slight chances that they could be – okay without him if they just spread the ball around maybe i don't know that might sound really really stupid but you gotta at least get a first round pick for him yeah like you can't trade him like if they just, if they would trade a deandre hopkins for a first round pick like the like the 49ers did with uh buckner to the colts i don't think i would have laughed at the texans as much i still would have been happy because he's busted the tight the titans ass for a long time why did the 49ers get rid of Buckner? They just can't pay all those defensive linemen. They have okay. so much talent on the defensive line, they have to try to spread that money around. Um, like, they have Bosa. Like you got to pay Bosa. They have other first-round picks on that front, uh, on that front four. But, uh, or front seven. But um, if the Texans would have gotten a first-round pick for Hopkins, I would have said, you know what? I understand. Whatever. But not only did they not get a first-round pick, they also took back David Johnson, who is awful. He is washed. He hasn't been good in three years. Yeah, I didn't so. And think his $18 million. So they just an all around, all around fuck up by them. Good stuff. It's almost like they need a general manager. Yeah, it's almost like their head coach is actually very dumb, but somehow he has worked his way up to being the GM and now he is in complete control and doesn't really know what he's doing. I love you, brother. I appreciate the talk. I love you too, buddy. I'm glad you no longer have the virus. I'm glad you kicked it. I will uh, talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Bye bye.